We pick up right where the last episode left off, with Duke having his ass handed to him by some giant barbarian who sounds suspiciously like the Hulk from the 80s cartoon of the same name. Odd coincidence, that. Destro bets Cobra Commander 100,000 pieces of gold that Duke, who is under his control, can win the fight, then turns off the controller and lets Duke fight for himself. How does that turn out? No time! We have to cut away to some exposition right now! Dr. Vandermeer sets up the premise for the remainder of this miniseries, and also for the next several miniseries. To achieve maximum MacGuffin potential, the Joes must race to three exotic corners of the globe to secure a rare element of some kind. The first element, a radioactive crystal, is located on a glacial expanse known as the Sea of Ice. Sorry, I write these as I watch. Had I known the name would be so anticlimactic, I wouldn't have put that dramatic pause there. Sea of Ice, huh? How does that- No time! Cut back to the arena of sport at once! Duke wins his fight, but before Destro can get his 100,000 quat lose, Cobra Commander receives a message from the world leaders. It says, Dear Cobra Commander, how are you? We are fine. Stick it up your ass. Signed, the world leaders. I may be paraphrasing a little here. A fellow Cobra slave named Selina slips Duke a dealie that can interrupt the mind control what's it. A couple of guards see what happened and search Duke, but find nothing. I don't even need to make this joke. I mean, it's pretty obvious where he hid the thing, right? Meanwhile, the Joes head to the Sea of Ice with their ice expert, whose name is Snowjob. Hey, that sounds like something naughty. Also, Scarlet is not very good at wisecracks. I'm starting to identify with frozen food. Cobra Commander makes another show-interrupting speech, threatening to fuck with the Soviets. Then he takes them, like their entire army, just whoop, right up with the mass device. And you know on the villainy scale, stealing the Red Army has to rank pretty highly, I'd say. If only Cobra Commander stayed this cool throughout the series. Sadly, he does not. Destro gets annoyed that they're wasting mass device fuel, but more concerning to me is what appears to be his Hitler mustache. It's probably just a trick of the light, but... yeah. Back at the Sea of Ice, the Joes prepare to dig up some radioactive crystals, but are halted by Cobra death robots. Fuck! Could Cobra be any cooler? Seriously? Well, I mean, they could if they stopped bickering so much. I created the mass device, bellows Destro. You needed my funds and organization, shrieks Cobra Commander. Guys, come on. You're holding the entire Soviet army prisoner. You own a giant teleporter that operates on a global scale. You live in a giant castle. Your death robots are swarming all over your enemies, and you're playing Mortal Kombat with actual human beings. Stop fighting and enjoy the life I always wanted. Duke takes that dealie from wherever he was hiding it, and slips it under his headband. Not only does it interrupt the mind control signal, but it also allows him to shoot a mind ray at the villain's joysticks. Then, somehow, despite being in an arena full of hundreds of Cobra dudes, he manages to escape. He meets up with Selina, who shows him a toy we haven't used yet, some kind of Cobra hang glider. And before he goes, he gives her what appears to be his class ring, since apparently he forgot to bring his letterman's jacket when he got kidnapped in the first place. Cobra Commander orders his guys to pursue, calling them dolts in the process. I don't have anything funny to say about this, I just like it. Back at the Arctic Circle... Come in, Snake Eyes! Acknowledge Snake Eyes! Damn it, Scarlet, he's a ninja who doesn't talk. I've spent literally ten minutes with this guy and I know that already. Major Blood releases a radioactive cloud which Snake Eyes heroically throws himself on to save the rest. Duke makes it back to headquarters and we're informed that he'll probably make it because he's no ordinary man. Really? I know some guys have special powers or gimmicks or whatever, but Duke's deal is that he is kind of an ordinary man. An ordinary, bland, blonde man. Meanwhile, worried that the world isn't taking their threats seriously enough yet, Cobra then proceeds to steal all the world leaders and fit them with those mind control things. You know, all things considered ordinary man or not, I think the elite soldier was probably a better addition to your gladiator arena than a bunch of puffy politicians. To be continued! 